You have no idea what God can set into motion with one single act of obedience. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we have part one of a message from Craig Rochelle. And he's talking to us about obedience and how obedience is so important in the kingdom of God and how it can release God's miracles and just the power that following God has in our life. Here's Craig. What's really cool is I was talking to your pastor when he uh, invited me to come and I said, you know, what, what am I supposed to talk on? And I was thinking about it. And so I was making some notes on a piece of paper and I wrote down the word obedience really big on a, on a notepad. And then I said, Pastor Rick, you know, it's your church. What type of a message would really be a blessing to your people right now? Because I don't know the heartbeat of the church. And Pastor Rick said, you know, I mean, my gosh, just let the Spirit speak to you. You could speak on obedience. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Did, did you just say that? The only word I had written down on a piece of paper was the word that your pastor said just offhandedly that I could speak on. And so I don't know if that means anything to you, but I hope that it does. I wanna introduce this idea with one big thought, and then we're gonna look at scripture together, and that is one big thought about the church God sees, and that is this. You have no idea what our God can set into motion through one single act of obedience. Let me say it again. You have no idea whatsoever in your family, in your business, in your ministry, in whatever matters to you and matters to the heart of God. You have no idea what our God can set into motion through one single act of obedience. And I want to show you that today from Acts chapter 5, if you have your Bibles with you or want to go there on your devices, Acts chapter 5. Let me give you the context of what we're going to look at. Uh, Peter and John were busy doing the work of Jesus. They had healed a man in the name of Jesus that had been lame for 40 years. They were doing signs and they were doing wonders and people were meeting Christ. And some of the religious leaders who actually were not followers of Christ, the high priest and such were getting very nervous and very critical. And this is what Acts chapter five, verses 17 through 20 says. This will be the majority of our text for today. Uh, then the high priests and all his associates who were members of the party of the Sadducees were filled with jealousy. They arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. Go, stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell the people all about this new life. Everybody say new life. New life. Say it again, say new life. new life. All of our churches say new life. New life. Go tell the people about this I don't know about you, but I think New Life might be a great name for a church. I think New Life is what it's all about. I think that when we meet Christ, the old is gone, and he gives us a new life. God gives us a new life. Since many of you don't have a clue who I am, let me tell you about a single act of obedience that actually led to 
new life. My daughter is in college and thankfully she's not doing what I did when I was in college. When I was in college, you could say I majored in sinning. How many of you ever majored in sinning when you're in college? How many of you know that sinning can be fun? Raise your hand, raise them up, raise them up. About a third of you at this location are raising your hands. If your hand was not raised when I ask you if sinning can be fun, either you didn't do it right or you were lying, I don't know which it is, but, but sinning can be fun for a little while until it's not fun anymore. Sinning is like a sneeze, right? A sneeze feel good, feels good when it comes out, but then there's snot everywhere, and that's a little bit what like sinning is like. It's fun for a little while, then it gets snotty, okay? That's not in the Bible, but it should be in the Bible. It gets snotty, and I was in the snotty phase of sin where it got really, really messy, and I was playing a sport in college, and I was a part of a fraternity, and there were four guys in my fraternity that got busted for grand larceny. And so we were always in trouble and the leaders of the school said, we're gonna shut your fraternity down. I was not a Jesus follower, and I, but I was a vice president of the fraternity and so it was my job to try to smooth things over. And I, even though I was not a Christian, I did believe in God and I would pray, but I didn't know God. And so I just like, just kinda, just kinda prayed, God, I don't know what to do. And I heard the words, not audibly, but they just kind of like fell into my mind. Start a Bible study. Now, you have to understand, I was like the lead, loud, party, sinner guy that everybody looked to, and I felt this moment of something, start a Bible study. And so in my mind, I thought, this makes total sense. We'll look like we're good people and then the university may go along with this. We're gonna start a Bible study. And so I told all my fraternity brothers, we're gonna start a Bible study. And they all said, what the bleep are you talking about, Groeschel? You're not gonna start a Bible. said, yes we are, Tuesday night, seven o'clock, we're gonna have a Bible study. And so Tuesday I was walking from one class into another class and I realized, oh my goodness, tonight is our Bible study and I don't own a Bible. And so I'm not gonna tell you that I officially prayed because again, I kind of just honestly just like thought in the direction of God. Kind of like, hey, if anybody, I don't have a Bible. And I went into class, had my class, came out, was walking to another class, and there, God is my witness, was a gentleman in a suit and tie from an organization known as the Gideons. who looked at me and said, young man, would you like a free Bible? I took this little green Bible. Oh. Woo! We're gonna do a Bible study. I had all my friends that showed up at the Bible study, seven non-Christian guys. I tried to act all holy, I said, Turn, everybody, I heard, I'd heard this at church before, turn to the first book in your Bible. <laughs> they all turned to Genesis. I turned to Matthew. <laughs> no wonder it's free, it's not all there. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, find Matthew, turn to Matthew. So they all turn to Matthew. We start reading Matthew 1. Now, some of you may not know what's in Matthew 1, but it's not a great place to read the Bible with hungover fraternity guys. He begat, she began. Turn to Matthew 2. Go to Matthew 2 quickly. It's got to get better. And so we just started reading the Bible. None of us were followers of Jesus. Our prayers were so heretical. I'm, I, I mean, we might spend six months in hell before going to heaven just for punishment for our hells. They were so bad. We, our prayers were just, we honest to goodness, this is the dead truth, we pray. God, like, you know, protect us as we're partying this weekend. God, keep us safe. God, we just pray, God, that Mitch's girlfriend's not pregnant. Oh, God, help her not to be pregnant. And that's all we knew to pray. And we started reading the Bible. I got so excited. I read through all the book of Matthew. Like I read about Jesus dying, he's raising. I read through all the book of Mark. I read, and, and there's that story. And I read about Luke. And I, I, I was going, okay, Jesus died. Jesus died again. <laughs> Third time. You'd think he'd see it coming after like the second time. You know, I've got no idea it's the gospels over and over. You know, and so I... I got so excited, I read all the way through, got way ahead, and I was in Ephesians chapter two. And that's when the lights came on for me. And I read that you could be saved by the grace of God, not by works so no man could boast, but it's only by faith in Jesus Christ. And I left this little Bible study that by this time it had been many weeks into it and the room was much bigger with a lot of people coming, most of whom did not know Christ. I climbed out the window, went to a little softball field and I knelt down one person and didn't even know how to really pray, but just called out, God, if you're there, I don't know what I'm doing, but I just, I give it all to you. And when I stood up, I was a completely different person, okay? The, the old was gone. By the grace of God, the old was gone. There was new life. Everybody say new life. There was new life. The old was gone. There was new life. You have no idea what God can set into motion through a single act of obedience. That was Craig Groeschel, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Craig Groeschel, Bold Obedience. You can also find out more information about him at craiggroeschel.com. Hope you have an amazing day, and I will see you again tomorrow.